0: All right, CTB125, Bijan and I, we go over 50 minutes talking about sports. Uh, The plan here uh, that you'll listen to here, nearly 28 minutes on the Celtics and Bucks. You know, game one reactions, what we thought of it. You know, good stuff there. Game two, you know, no mark of smart. We react to that live late in the show. Uh, And then after the, the nearly 28 minutes on that, we quickly hit on the other three conference semifinal series before touching on the Patriots draft and the other AFC East uh stuff you know where we were the pat stack up in the afc what have you you know b john's kind of a hater when it comes to that um and then we close out the show you know uh no love for the nhl playoffs you know go bros and you know down one nothing but what have you um anyway uh busy week here with finals and projects so roe and max couldn't make it and john is john you know he's doing his thing um and uh, i listened back you know and i'm kind of doing it now apologizing for the broadcasting voice you know kind of been around broadcasters for a lot recently more than usual um, so well, that's why you'll hear the you know the broadcasting voice um, so not as colloquial actually as I might have liked it to be but uh, it is what it is it's good I thought like it was a really good show um, but now I'm doing that whole thing again but listen to the show it's great uh, looking forward to the summer uh, hopefully get that clean the boards one-on-one tournament going hopefully get that seatings those seatings those up and running 32 person tournament and uh, yeah it's a good show listen to it the whole thing Thank you for listening and uh, supporting the program. Thank you so much. Here we go, CTB 125, Bijan and I here for this uh, game two preview, I guess, whatever you want to call it, on May 3rd right now. Um, Bijon, game one has happened. It happened on Sunday. It did not go well for the Celtics of Boston. Um, Now, I told you I didn't catch much of it, you know, five and a half hours at WAR, but my main takeaway was that the Bucs bullied the bully and asserted some of that championship pedigree in game one. Bijan, what did you learn from game one and how did it change your outlook, if at all, for the series?
1: Yeah, I mean, they were they were super physical with us. I mean, um, and part of its personnel, part of it was just the way they came out and played. I mean, the Celtics literally just got bullied. Um I mean, it, it's really it. really came down to that. That the the, bull, the Bucks were way more physical. I mean, there's other, there's obviously way other, other stuff in terms of like how they play, like game plan. But as as an overarching theme, they got bullied. You know, they they um the Bucks overpowered them in many many um in many different ways. Um, they were more physical. They were nastier. So
0: what do you mean um, by that, Bijan? What what do you mean by nastier?
1: They just had more like they had more like Giannis, like if you look at him. Every time the dude goes to the rim, like he 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 initiates contact and stuff like that. I don't see that from like Tatum or anything. Um, they just I mean, um, and he's the main one, but Holiday's a very physical player as well. Um, Portis, um Lopez defensively is is pretty physical. Um
0: he's just big, he's just a problem because he's so big.
1: That guy's unfair, honestly. Like, I was an unfair defender. I don't know why he's so good because there's a lot of tall guys and he's not even athletic or anything. Like, he's seven, it's probably seven two. Yeah, it's pretty, that's very tall. There's a lot, I mean, I shouldn't say a lot. There's a good amount of seven two guys, but not many of them have the presence he does. Like, Porzingis is probably seven two. He does not play the defense that um, Brook Lopez plays. Um, so. I mean it's it's tough, but you know, there's definitely things you can look back on this game and say, okay, if you do this a little better, do this a little better, you don't have a chance to win. But overall, they were the Bucs were more physical.
0: Yep. I agree totally from what I saw. It seemed like, you know, Matthews was kind of picking up Tatum pretty Yeah, that, that stuff that was bothering me. Wesley Matthews should not be
1: like overpowering anybody on the Celtics. You know, you gotta you it's fucking Wesley Matthews. Like I know he was a he was a pretty good player back in the day, but you know, he was on the Lakers last year, was just didn't do like was, it was terrible. You know, he, he just, those type of guys, you, you got to take advantage of. He's old. He's, he's, you know, he's, you got to assert your dominance over guys like that. And they shouldn't, he should not be able to guard Tatum or Brown. I understand if like if you put like Holiday on Brown and Giannis on Tatum and they struggle, that's okay. But the, the problems that, um that guys like, like West Matthews or those guys should not be, the only guys that should be able to stop Tatum and Brown should be like Holiday and, and those are the only
0: guys that should be able to guard Tatum and Brown would be Holiday and Giannis. All right, I, I somewhat agree, but I'll push back a little bit because you're right. My initial thought was, wait, this game is starting and they're checking Tatum with Wesley Matthews. Hmm, that's an odd choice by Bud. However, and then, you know, I also look at Javon Carter. I'm like, why is Javon Carter playing meaningful minutes in a playoff game? But it strikes me, you know, you know, and it, it marinates in my head after these next 48 hours. And this is a point where where you know John would typically roll his eyes, shrug his shoulders, and say, "Austin, shut up. This doesn't matter." But championship pedigree, I think, does matter. And when you've been there before, I don't know if what I don't think Wesley Matthews was on the team last year or Javon no, Carter for that matter. But,
1: but well, see, Matthews on the team two years ago.
0: Yeah, but the fact that um that Giannis is there and Drew is there, and you know Bud, and you got uh, Lopez, Lopez Portis. and Portis you have guys who have climbed to the top of the mountain and they, you know, and therefore they bring this extra level of, you know, intensity to the rest of the team. There's an, there's an, there's like an additional level of buy-in that comes with guys who've just won a championship. Um, So they kind of raise the level of everybody else. Would you say?
1: I mean, I, 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 I wanted to, in my, in my opinion, that's, that's a little overrated. I mean, this, yeah, they they did win a championship. They know what it's like. But let's look at their path last year, okay? They they just killed the Heat last year. I think that was their biggest thing last year because they they struggled with the Heat before. Um, and then they, I mean, they they barely beat the they barely beat the Nets without Harden and Kyrie. I mean, Harden played, but Harden, in my opinion, was like a liability in that series. I mean, so they they literally like were so close to losing that to against a team that the Celtics just killed. No, it's not the same. Whatever, but. And then they beat the Hawks in the conference finals. Like, okay, congrats. And then the Suns. Yeah, the Suns are a good team, but they had literally nobody to guard Giannis. So I think that their championship like pedigree they didn't they did not go through like a like a gauntlet of a
0: path last year. In my opinion, you well, know? winning sixteen playoff games is winning sixteen playoff games.
1: I know, but like this this notion that that's why I was feeling confident about them because I thought that. I thought that the Celtics literally were were, the way they've been playing, they've been they've been better than, than they've been they've been they just been they've been better than than the Bucks. I mean they they literally have been, and yes. another, there is something to be said about the playoff pedigree and stuff. And being been there and done that. But okay, so does that mean Giannis is gonna like w- run through the? Because no one else in the East has been there done that. Yeah, Heat, whatever. Okay, they haven't won, but got to the final. Okay, whatever. Sixers haven't been close, gotten to the second round at most. Tatum and Brown have been to, or t- they've been to. Brown's been to three Eastern Conference Finals. Tatum's been to two. They've been to two together. Um, um you know Horford. I mean, it, like. I don't. I don't really buy this thing. Okay, they're been. They've been there, done that. So they're, that that gives them just an advantage. That's an excuse for the Celtics not to beat them. I mean, that doesn't like. Okay, if they've been there, done that, then they do it again. They've been there, done that twice. Okay, how is a team ever gonna beat them? You know.
0: So, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's an, ex- an excuse for why the Celtics shouldn't beat them. I'm just saying, like, maybe it was something that we underrated going into the series, because I agree with you. Going into game one, if we, you know, if we had done a preview episode, um, I would have had this whole long spiel ready to go about how much, you know, how much buy-in this team has collectively, how much love they have for each other, how much Ime is in, like, um, putting you know how much like do the guys respond to email and the energy they have and how special it is when you have one through 15 all buying in and how special it is when you have your best player really buying in. you saw how hyped tatum was at the end of game four from the bench when he fouled out off of a bullshit sixth foul foul call but so i had this whole thing ready to go and like it's imagine how hard it is to beat a team that is that locked in from a togetherness standpoint, that that locked in defensively, how hard it is to beat a team like that four times. And now after game one, I go, that could, that can still be true, but it can also be true to say, man, it's going to be really hard to beat Giannis who could like, who is clearly, clearly in a, in a different, in a different, I I I I don't want to say tier, but he's a different level of beast than Kevin Durant, who we saw. I don't want to say yeah, I don't want to say like how easy it was for us to take him away, but it was. It is a lot easier to defend Durant than it is Giannis, who is just physically so imposing. You know.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a different matchup, but I mean, it's not. It was, a few months ago, we we're saying people were saying Durant's the best player in the world. You know, I I can't. I can't say that Yon Jan- – maybe you can, you can say that Giannis is the best player in the world, but, like, I think him and Durant are right there. They just play different styles of ball. I think the main difference is their teams. I mean, I think – I mean, in my opinion, Kyrie would, would be the second best player on the Bucs. Um, but the Bucs have a team, and the Nets don't have a team. The Nets the Nets have, a, like, four small guards that literally are barbecue chicken for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, the Bucks don't have that, so I would say it's more of a thing about their collective team and how they have a foundation and how they have levels to what they do yes. versus the Nets. It's, I wouldn't. It's to me, it's not as much about Giannis and Durant. More of, it's Bucks and Nets. How different the teams are, and you can say part of that is, is due to Giannis and how he plays better than how he's more of a better like passer and team. I mean Durant, Durant. I mean if you forget before he played the Durant was like going off for assists, like the, the, those. Last few games um, before the Celtics series, he like against Brooklyn, he had like I mean against Cavs, he had like twelve. He, he had been he had been landing it up from that department, but I'd say Giannis is definitely more of like a natural passer. But overall, I think it's more of more of like the Bucks are just a, the Bucks are a much better team than the Nets were. Yeah, the Nets. I don't think to me it's about the two best players necessarily okay. one being better than the other. I do think that right now I have to say Giannis is the best player in the world, but. Like I don't think it's like that different between him and KD, you know. Okay. I think yeah, KD is still
0: KD is still still two for me. Right. I should have. Before um I, I should have expanded on my point there. Not only did do I think Giannis is better than Durant, but to your point that you just laid out, the Bucks are a better team than the Nets are. They're like an actual team. Um, yeah, and, they have. Why? Well,
1: that is that championship pedigree. They've yeah. been through together. They, yeah. But they, but also, in my opinion just the fact that they got a championship shows that they're just like a really good team. I don't think like it comes in Oh, Maybe it does. They have like a little more confidence. They have like an edge to them, but I mean the Nets, that Nets team couldn't win a championship, you know, this Bucks team. Yeah. Without Middleton, but honestly, like Ascal said, and I kind of agree that they move the ball a lot better without Middleton. Um, I think in close games, it will hurt them to not have Middleton. But I think in, in a game, like a game when the, the Bucks controlled the pace, like, like Sundays, I mean, in my opinion, it's not a huge loss. I do think if there's ever close games in the series, that's where the Middleton loss will be big. Because, you know, you can say what you want about Giannis. I mean, still, and in the half court, he still is limited in his ability to hit shots. You can't yes. True. Um, and, and so, in I, my opinion, let's let's switch to the Celtics here. Let's talk about them. Please, please do. I, I was obviously really angry after the game. Said it was over. You know, I always do that. It's obviously not. It's not over in my opinion. Um, I was. Really, really mad, obviously. Um, but one thing's clear to me. Celtics are not going to have success going to the rim with Lopez and Giannis and Port. Like, it's just, it's not going to happen. So you have to, and I know I said that, like, in the chat, I was like, oh, they're, they're playing into what the Bucks wanted, like shooting at threes. But, I mean, I heard a great analogy. If, if there's a team that has, like, two, like, lockdown corners, like, they have, like, a no-fly zone, but they're not, but they're not good against the run in, in football, then like you, you're going to run the ball. You know, if you have like, you're not necessarily playing like, yeah, you might be playing into kind of what they give you, but they're also not playing to their strength. Their strengths are defending the rim. Their personnel is mostly created for defending the rim. So if you're, if their weakness and part of it is their scheme, but also it's just personnel weakness, is to give up a lot of threes. I went to sell this, to come out of the game and shoot
0: 63s tonight. And yeah, I do. Well, I do. Done. You they saw work. what you saw what Emei yeah. said. He said don't necessarily take the first open look cuz that's part of their plan. I Working I agree with that. I agree with, three- that. I agree with
1: that. I that I, that was my next point. So with, with, with the I know the drop coverage at the Bucks play. It's very tempting. You get you get a screen, player goes either to his left or his right. You you know what I'm talking about so like Brown gets it, gets the ball, gets a screen from whoever, typically a big, so Lopez is probably on him. Lopez drops, but the thing with the Bucks personnel is you might think you're open because they they do play drop coverage as Lopez, but I mean with the, a lot of defenders they have that the length that they have might bother you from coming behind the screen. So keep moving. The my opinion last game they took too many like one like pass dribble shoot. You know when they work the ball around, this team is so hard to beat. Because I I was saying this after the game. I was saying. Remember beginning of the year, they had games where they shoot four for 40 from three, some bullshit numbers like that. I mean, I went to game against the Wizards in, in here in D.C., and they were like, it, w- it was a horrible game. They were like two for 31 from three. And I was, I was thinking to myself, like, wait, why is this team shooting so many threes? They're not a good shooting team. But then I remembered as the season went on, as their ball movement started to progress, as everything got better, as a team got better, they started shooting better. And that's because they were moving the ball. Yeah, they're not a team that has these. Complete, they don't have the splash brothers, you know, brothers. They don't have, you know, Damon CJ, um, even though CJ struggles from three sometimes, but they don't have like these elite, elite, like come off a screen, moving, hit a three, you know, that, that's not who they have. But what they do have is guys that can beat their man. And yes, Lopez length in the middle will be trouble, but get into the lane, kick it out, move the ball, reverse the ball, get open looks, and they'll be the, the shots will fall, in my opinion. Um, yes, they've I agree. gotta have trust in that. And I think that's and also number seven second thing, you know, get your head out of your ass, Tatum and Brown. Um, and and stop turning the ball over. You guys turn the ball over way too many times. That's what the Bucks feed off. That's what Giannis feeds off of. You know, Giannis, that's, that's what gives that team momentum. It's a transition three by fucking Bobby Porters or Gracie Allen will just kill you. It's just it's just so annoying. Don't turn the ball over because this team, in my opinion, half court is wow, well, yes, they're very good. They're limited. So try and you cannot make stupid live ball turnovers a quarter of their points came off turnovers last game that can't happen my opinion I'm, I'm actually i've actually talked myself into being confident for this game that this team is locked in and will respond so um okay i expect a win tonight and they they can't they have to play the right type of basketball though um but i trust Ime and i trust the guys knowing that okay it was game one we hadn't played it for a while one o'clock games for Ramadan for Jalen was tough. Ramadan's over now. Um, ended um, on set Sunday night, so he's done with that. Uh, Eid Mubarak to Jalen, all our Muslim listeners. Um,
0: Absolutely, um, yeah.
1: So, yeah. So I expect a, I expect a better showing tonight. Keys, don't turn the ball over. Move the ball. Get open threes. Go hit them. And if you don't hit them and you're getting open looks, like great open looks, then you kind of say, you know what? Yeah, I mean, because I, in my opinion, they're not. You don't have a guy that you don't have a big man that can generate offense from the inside. So, and Tatum and Brown, especially Tatum. Tatum isn't. Well, he he does he has implemented some physicality into his game. He's that's still not what he is. You know, he's not Giannis bullying people down. So. Get open looks, get open threes, move the ball, make the right basketball player, don't turn the ball over. You'll be you'll be good.
0: Right. There's a lot to unpack there for Bijan, a lot of good points. Um, obviously, if John was here, he would have interrupted five different times. So, but you make a lot of strong points. One, I believe in your belief in Ime. I, I think that he'll come out and um and we will play with with a tone and an energy that we've been playing with for the second half of the season. None of this, none of this. And we didn't, we didn't really mention this point too much in the first game, but because of how they're, you know, how physical they were with the perimeter guys and everything and how good they were in the paint when the, from the, from the, from the stuff that I saw, we would shoot quick threes. And it was almost, it was back to that like frustrating Celtics basketball where it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Work the ball, as you said, Bijan. Work the ball. Don't be, don't feed into their game plan of taking quick threes. Okay, nothing good comes of that. Okay, you're just gonna miss, and then they're gonna score, and you're just gonna want yeah, to take the threes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Because in these, I, the long rebounds for threes actually do, bought, do worry me a little bit. Either way, um, do you think that could play a part in it at all? Like, because long threes lead to these runouts lead to transition baskets
0: somewhat um although I will say you know I I I like Horford Horford's got a lot of those offensive rebounds um from those long those long rebounds but to your to your point earlier like four minutes ago um there's nothing that good ball movement can't beat okay I agree with that as long as yeah as long it's it goes back to the beautiful game the San Antonio Spurs okay and this is, you know, this is why the Celtics were such a wagon for for, for all these months, and why I, I don't want to overreact to one one game and one game one because I don't I don't want that image of Sunday's performance to you know to throw off my entire mood about how awesome the Celtics team has been to watch. I know. With that what said, if
1: they would throw off if they if they came out and and lose the series in five. I mean, it would it would kind of it would kind of yeah. You you can remember it it'd be right. super deflating. You can you can look at this stretch and be like, yeah, this was a great run, but then you know we lost in five without their second best player, so or maybe third best. But I think Holiday's
0: better than Middleton, but um. But I don't want to believe in that Bijan. I want I want to believe in karma. I want to believe in the Celtics had such a great turnaround. The Bucks dipped. that they, they, they ducked the Nets. They did. They didn't care about home home court advantage. Yeah. Two things that concern me. One, Marcus Smart's lingering injuries here i hope that yeah the it's a quad contusion. Less...
1: i think i think i'll play it's a quad contusion no yeah it I... wasn't
0: a knee contusion
1: it's just a quad contusions hurt like a bitch i mean i've had him before i'm sure his was much more force and painful than mine ever was it's just like an injury where you just take i mean if you just take some sort of impact to your quad whether it be a knee probably it was a knee or even like a hip or elbow something like that just hits you in the quad and it's just it bruises it and it hurts really bad But I'm sure with the, I'm sure with the, I don't remember the last time a player has missed a playoff game for a quad contusion. If it was a different, if it was like a knee contusion, bang knee, get some cartilage damage, that can, that can be problematic. That might take a few weeks. But because it was a quad contusion, I'm not, I'm
0: pretty, I'm pretty confident he'll play. But, but, but like, um, if he's, if his agility speed is hindered, that's bad because Marcus to be Marcus, needs to be, like, needs to be healthy, needs to, you know, be strong, and he needs to be, like, quick and everything. Or Otherwise, holidays is, is going to really stifle him, which and, – and Marcus is not only, like, a great part of our defense, obviously, Depoy, but he also kind of, you know, he, he gets us into our offense. He sets up the Rob Lobs. He sets up the swing passes to, to Tatum and Brown. And then if he's also hindered, that means – that might mean more minutes from – everybody's least favorite Celtic right now, Derek white who continues to have confidence problems. The quote that he Damn. had, the quote that he had, he's like, I've just got to make sure I'm being more solid, make sure I'm, I'm playing harder, like, and, and, and getting us into an action every time. doesn't sound like a guy who's very confident. I pointed this out in the Brooklyn series. I was shocked whenever he'd make a basket because he, he looked timid to me. He looked like he would drive just to go places, not to actually drive to score. Um it, he he needs to be better, uh. Because if that's not the case, then you're going to be playing Pritchard heavy minutes, and Pritchard's been good for us. Don't like, don't get me wrong, he's been good, but I don't know if playing a small guard against against this big Bucks team will will be all that beneficial uh, over the course of a series. Yeah. And then obviously, Jalen, you mentioned Ramadan is over. I have no idea if that's what played into his awful game one. He was, he he
1: was, was terrible. terrible. He was so bad. I was I was so mad him and Tatum really disappointed me that game because for a while the the, the rest of the guys were keeping him in the game, you know, everyone else was doing their part except them too. And I know it was, they were being guarded tough, but come on guys. Like you gotta be ready to play. Like I was, I was really disappointed in them. That's what I was mostly mad about because Brown had a few garbage time buckets and congrats, dude. Like, you yeah. we didn't end it with six points you Ended with 12 points. You hit two threes or whatever, but you, you really had a six point impact in that game. So. You were horrible, um, and no, no hate to Jalen. Jalen's a great player. I'm sure he'll bounce back. But I was disappointed, and it's the second straight game one. Last year was game one. Both of them struggled early in the game. I think I remember they got it going late, but that's because it was against the Nets. Now you're playing the Bucks. Now you know, so you have to. Every every minute of, of game of, of game matters. You know, if Jalen was in, and my dad was like, he might be injured. I'll, okay, then don't play. Like you have to. If you're playing, you have to give your hundred percent. Um. And his hamstring, I, his hamstring was fine. And he threw down that dunk. I mean, that he literally got his head at the rim. Um, so I don't think he's injured. So I was very disappointed in, in the two of them. So they they, they have to bounce back today. Um, Tatum, in my opinion, at least was, he was at least taking shot. He was at least tr- trying a little hard, even though his bitching to the ref pissed me off. But, you know, I just, them. It's, it's the end of the day. They're not going anywhere if those two don't play like stars. And Tatum maybe played like a, inefficient star last game brown literally played like a like a role like a like a role player last game so that can't happen
0: yeah he played like a role player who didn't do his job you know, if, you know,
1: if jalen okay even with team struggling if jalen has a pretty good game you know they they it's it's a, it's a close game the game was eight nine points for like the majority of the game they could never I, there was multiple times it was six and they would have a transition three and then they would miss so the game was closer for a while and, and in my opinion Two underrated plays beginning of the game. Celtics so drop eight in the first quarter. Derek White, those two layups, those two floaters he missed. He makes two of those. I mean, that's a, and I think it might be the whole dynamic of the game changes. You're down 13, 14 early in the first quarter. I mean, in my opinion, that changes a lot. But also, the Bucks picked up full court, so Ime gotta figure, I'm sure he will just figure something out to 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 uh just to break that press and not let it affect you. Cause that was that was annoying.
0: Yeah, maybe it's you know, maybe it's Horford bringing it up starting the offense or um just setting more screens for Tatum to bring it up something. Um, uh, and then yeah, you're just circling back one last thing. Uh, Jalen, uh, that game one was via uh, basketball references game score. Um, stat it was his fifth worst game score in the season, and he had seven turnovers versus four made shots. As Bijan mentioned, it's seven though-
1: turnovers. I didn't even know that. I should- Jesus Christ! Yeah, I mean, those that was were garbage
0: were garbage made field goals. So
1: he, two of them were two, two, three, two threes at the end were garbage.
0: Yeah, he had that corner three, and then Grant had like a wing three. Um, but Grant? I believe about I, Grant? He had like a he had like a wing three after Jalen's. Grant count. was Grant played well. I, I'm just I'm just pointing out something I oh. remember. Yeah. Oh. Um, but. I believe in these guys. Obviously, I do. Um, I believe that the energy will shift here in Game Two. I believe in E-May, um, getting on, getting on them, and um, and, and I, the first and, and let me let
1: me say something. The first person to say that he would have a bad game, in my opinion, would be Jalen Brown. I'm I don't think he's the type of guy like Westbrook out here making excuses or anything like that. Um, so that's why I have confidence in these guys. These guys, these guys care. Jalen Brown I mean I like sometimes he gets me angry with performances like this um but what I will say is that I know that he cares and I know that he will strive to
0: be better um but yeah go ahead yes I I, yes I I believe he will strive to be better um I think he will respond obviously I, I can't make a prediction like you if if the Celtics will win tonight you know I'm not allowed to say that um I'll, I'll, I'll pass along this text that I got from Rohit at at 4 15 p.m uh, he just got back from a lab and he has a meeting to attend to um, but his one take for this series is that the Bucs and the Celtics will go seven games okay so he thank you think, wow so shout out Ro um I know he he was texting me the, the the price the series price odds the Celtics went from minus 140 entering the series to plus 120 after game one which makes sense. You know those those prices seem fair. Um, yeah, I don't really care. That, I, I would but... I would not lose faith in the Celtics right now. Obviously, if we lose Game Two here tonight, then it becomes a much different story. Um, it becomes a much much different story. But I believe we are we will we will we will play very hard and much better. Ten Bijan, ten made field goals from 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 the two point range. That yeah. that was a Celtics <laughs> franchise career low.
1: So I don't I don't know how I don't know if that gets much better. I actually no, I will say the the, the goal for this game. I, I know I said shoot a lot of threes. Move the ball. Just mm. move the ball. Okay. If you move the ball, then you get better, better looks at threes. And they had pretty good looks at threes last game. I'm not gonna say they didn't, but move the ball, get, get, get catch and shoot threes. I think that's important. Um because they had a they had a bunch of open threes, but I think a lot of them were off to dribble. So get catch and shoot open threes. And then ball movement will will open up driving lane just just move the ball you know I, I don't think the key the key is to like attack attack the rim because I like I said I don't think that's something you can really do with Lopez in there if they didn't have Lopez it'd be a different story um, Lopez yeah. is and I, I I do not like Brook Lopez he's really ugly and just like I just don't like him but um,
0: he's, he's 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 kind of a cheat code on defense. Yeah, it's, it's tough when you throw out a pit bull like Drew Holiday out there on the perimeter, and then, oh, congrats, you get by him, and it's either Giannis or Brook Lopez waiting for you to challenge the shot at the rim or deter you from taking a shot at the rim. So it, it's – How are you These are the two best defenses in the NBA? Probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, so –
1: Along with maybe the Miami Heat, maybe?
0: Maybe. Um, that's all I want to talk about for the series right now. Um, let's touch on the other ones and then we'll get out of here. Um, Bijan Warriors, Grizzlies, um, well, I, if John was here, my question to John would have been, John, can you come clean on your terrible take that jaw is better than Jokic? Um, I'm just not really a huge fan of all this Jaw grittying during the game. Oh, yeah.
1: I love Jaw, But that last, se- that last series that Grizzlies wolf series is just so cringe. Everything about that series is cringe. Uh, whether it be team or rant, like i just that guy's kind of cringe honestly um i i like anthony edwards just the whole like cat like waving to the like just everything about that whole series was kind of cringe um that them grittying after i mean it's just a little cringe so um yeah i mean J- john morant is not better than nicole Jokic. um and I'm, I'm a fan of john morant but he is not that level of player yet um yeah, I, I, I that's just that's just such a that's just such a stupid take, John. Like, come on, like yep, literally, yep. look. I, and I'm not like I wasn't even the biggest Jokic. Like, I, I, never like disliked him, but I was never like a huge Jokic fan really until this year, when I really saw like, I, I saw the I saw some like advanced stats about like how like good they are with him on the court and how brutally terrible they are with him off the court, um, like how different like their 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 ratings are. And it was just like, wow, this guy clearly has a massive impact on how the game goes. Um, yes. The only thing I will say yeah. is um, he
0: struggles against the Celtics
1: normally, um, Jokic.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, blah, blah. And he still makes those high arc three pointers And he's – just the way that he just is so poised and how – he's honestly – I was going to make this comparison. Um, I'm gr- glad you triggered this thought in my mind. I was going to say – this is a weird analogy, but I was going to say – Jokic is like the sun, all right. All the planets, all the players in the court kind of revolve around him. Kind of- I agree. I agree with that. That's a good that's a good take. And then versus Jaw, who's just kind of this this asteroid, this meteorite. You never know, he's just flying at 100 miles an hour. You don't really know what it's gonna do. You don't know what kind of impact it's gonna have. He'll have some yeah. really impressive plays where he can torch his body, goes in the air, changes direction, changes hand. It's it's really impressive stuff. But he's just out of control. He gets stripped too often. He makes wild passes. He gets up in the air. Then he decides to make a pass that's off like off the mark. He'll try to force some shots sometimes. So Jokic is Jokic is the guy. Jaw is great, but he's not even in the same ballpark as Jokic. Okay. Yeah. Um also I wanted to make this point. Wait, wait, one
1: second. John sent me a voice recording. What's he (laughs) saying? What is wrong what is wrong with this kid? Why did he send me he just randomly sends me voice recordings. He goes he goes bucks. I don't I think he's probably talking about my bucks, Tampa Bay bucks. He goes bucks.
0: What happened? How did you lose to
1: ah! Like what does that even mean?
0: Yeah, for li- for the listeners, um <laughs> What the does that even mean? For the yeah. All right, for, go ahead. For the listeners, um probably about one-third of the the messages that John sends to the in the board chat now involve bucks. What happened? The Tampa Bay bucks yeah like he's like, Bucks.
1: like how did you let the packers get like some random fourth round player he's like, yeah, like how'd you let the packers get him they're gonna win the super bowl
0: yeah like Bijan, the saints own you how'd you let the honey back you want to know the something
1: you got to know something john twice has first in the Bucks signed brady and then when he and then when he you know when he first re- when he retired and then like a day later everyone was like oh like he hasn't made it official yet and then he retired during that stretch he was like i'll be I want to sign a two-year contract to Bucks fans if Brady comes back. And now,
0: he, yeah. Yeah, whatever. We'll move past that. Back to Warriors Grizzlies here. Another niche point here for the podcast, Bijan. When I look at Desmond Bain, I'm a big fan of his game. I got to say, Bijan, as a body expert yourself, I don't think he misses uh, Chess tride. do you?
1: Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a strong guy. Him and Gr- Imagine him and Grant Williams on the same team. That oh. would be serious muscle. Yes, that would be some serious muscle, and you know the Celtics should have had him. Um, said they have Aaron Nismith, so I mean they, I mean they could have had all three actually, him, Pritchard, and Nismith, but you know they wanted to save, uh, they didn't want to go into luxury tax, they wanted to, they wanted to sign, they wanted to keep Semi Ojeley.
0: So, good yeah. job. Yep. um, and then yep. um, I think from you know entering the series. And uh, my my opinion maintains the same now. Um the Warriors will 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 beat the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies the, they 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 pose a matchup problem with the Warriors, but they won't beat the Warriors in a series. Yeah, they won't beat the Warriors. Um does Golden State though have the size to go against the Phoenix or a Milwaukee? You know, Phoenix with Aiden and JaVale McGee and, and Milwaukee with, you know, okay. So Kofet. first of all, you,
1: you can't say like Javel McGee, like he's gonna like like dominate like the like the game, you know? All right, go ahead. Sorry. Good.
0: you're right. Actually, yeah, now that I think about it, they'll probably play McGee off, of, off the court in that hypothetical series. But other than that, um, I don't really have too many thoughts about the series. The, 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 the there's no reason why the Warriors should not win this. Series.
1: Yeah, I think the Grizzlies will get a few games, but I'd say Warriors in six is kind of a safe bet.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's what I had pre 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 series, and, and that's what it's I, I'm sticking with now. Suns, Mavs, I, I thought this could go seven, um, based off of how uh Phoenix struggled with. With uh, with New Orleans and and how good I believe Dauntage is, I think it's bad sign on that Lucas scored forty five points in Game One and it was pretty much a blowout. Even though the final score will mislead you, uh, the final score is only a seven point margin. Bijan, do the Mavericks stand a chance?
1: No, of course they stand a chance. They have probably the best player in the series. Of course. Um, what? Of course they do, yeah. I'd say of course, but yeah, okay, Bruh, You acting like you acting like Chris Paul and Devin Booker aren't top ten players.
0: I I didn't say that. I I wasn't slandering. I I think it's pretty 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 clear that Doncic is a top, at least top five, if not top three NBA player.
1: Yeah. I've been on
0: that for a while, but
1: um, so I would say. But if you look down the rest of the, the team, you know, second best player, probably Chris, Paul, or Booker. Booker and Paul are definitely two and three, whichever way you want to put it. Four, it's probably Aiden. Okay. Five.
0: No, three is Aiden, right? Three. No. Third best, third best player is Aiden. In the series? No. Third oh, you, oh you mean the series? You mean the series? Either
1: Booker, I, I okay, either Booker that. or Paul. Okay, so they have the second, third, and fourth best players. Ayton's probably fourth. Fifth is probably either Bridges or Dinwiddie, you think?
0: Brunson, maybe.
1: Oh, I forgot about Brunson. Um I I think Dinwiddie is better than Brunson. I know Brunson can score. Um actually I haven't watched it. I, I was actually really high on Brunson a few years ago. Um, even as recently, but I'm I'm a big Dinwiddie guy, so, um, okay. But in anyways they they have they have the majority of the of the best players in the series, so I think I mean I have to look at the sun I think the Suns are, I think the Mavs do have a chance, but in my opinion they don't have offensive firepower enough. Luka doesn't really have a number two guy he can go to reliably because Jalen Brunson and him play the same style. They can't can they play together? I don't really watch them all that much.
0: Do they ever? They can play together because they're smart basketball players and Brunson, Brunson can play off the ball. Um, but I mean it comes down to uh you know, will they hit the with Luca? You know,
1: I think it'd be stupid of them to re-sign Brunson to like a max. They gotta get focused on getting a number a true number two can play off Luca. Um, Brunson will probably end up on the Knicks. Um, but yeah, um I, I, I have to go with the Suns in this series.
0: Um, all right, and then Heat Sixers and B is set to miss game two, if not longer. Yeah, um, Uncle guys,
1: Shannon Sharp said that he expect him to miss game three as well. I said he's had the same injury.
0: Um, yeah, but, from all accounts, it seems like this orbital fracture is a really bitch to play with. Um, yeah. But the Heat cruised against the Sixers. Uh, DeAndre Jordan labeled Perhaps the worst player in the NBA. I've been on
1: this bandwagon for three years. I've been ever since he first signed with the Nets. I said that he's like the worst player in the league. So everybody, welcome to the bandwagon. Another amongst other bandwagons, Jordan Poole bandwagon, all that. You know, I've got number another guys. Johnny Jordan is the worst player in the league. So yeah.
0: Wow. Well, big big. I think Luke Nets
1: better than him.
0: Wow. I mean, yeah, he's he's very bad. He's Jordan is a, is is very is a very bad player right now. Um so I think I think the, Miami takes game 2 and at that point uh Philly's in a in a big time hole. Um that's all I have for the NBA. I was going to say, you know, NFL but I
1: want to I want to talk about don't talk about Philly. Um I want to okay. talk about how how James Harden just isn't a superstar anymore and I've been saying this also for probably ever I, I was actually um, I was actually kind of fooled last season when he was on the nets. I was like, Oh, this guy's an elite playmaker. And he actually and I was like, this guy can still go out and get 30 and get a bunch of assists. He kind of changed his game a little bit. Last year on the Nets, that's because he was in realistically when when the when the big three were all playing, he was the number three option in Durant, Kyrie. And then Harden was kind of like that playmaker who could also still get buckets because probably had like the he, he was just he wasn't he was there was more attention on KD and Kyrie. Harden could kind of just play make hit shots get to the rim when they still called fouls last year now this year's everything's different doesn't get foul calls now he has to be like the number one option without Embiid, and he's getting exposed for when i've been saying this i mean harden is not an elite basketball player anymore um at times he still has his moments where he's still um he's still pretty still somewhat effective in terms of like a good passer but you know he's not this he's not this top 20 30 40 nba player anymore in my opinion it's just it's just and in the, through the blink of our eyes, it just – his it went away. And I know you're giving me a weird look at that, but
0: what you if he, he not, done he said he's not a, a top what player?
1: Probably 40, in my opinion. Harden? What is – he doesn't – he? I, there's so many players I would take above him. If you give me a name of a player, I will tell you if I would take him. I, I just – I don't think that he is he, – he doesn't – he's not a good defender. Okay, let's start with – so if you ask me, Marcus Smart or James Harden, I would take Marcus Smart any day. As a who is who would I want for my team right now? I would take Marcus Mar on my team. I think Marcus Marr is a more impactful player. Harden still has playmaking. He's still a very good playmaker. Um, but look at his numbers since he's been there, like five for twelve, four for eighteen, five for seven. Like he's had games like that, just like literally, like constantly. And then every once in a while he'll have a good game. He's not a great, he's not he's not an elite player anymore. He's not an all-star anymore. He's not in that conversation anymore. I don't know how, yeah. how you can look at his production and say, oh. Oh, he's still one of the, one of the top 20 players in the game. Like you just can't, I can't do that.
0: There's so many other good players than James Harden. Well, there's sure that there's many good players. Bijan, if you want, if you want an argument though, you're talking to the wrong guy. Cause I'm also a, a hardened hater, if you will. I'm not a,
1: even a hater. You know, I just don't think that, I mean, I don't like him. Um.
0: Um, But I
1: think he's, I just think he's everything wrong with today's NBA, but I, yeah, I just, I just, I don't think that he's a,
0: he's a great player anymore. Look, there's, there's also so many guys that take over him. Also, haven't in my top thirty. Um, you ask me in I,
1: your top thirty, how is he a I, top
0: three player? He has to be, Bijan. He has to be. Look, he's the way, the way he has to be. He's not. He's still an elite facilitator. That's all he does. Well, and even yesterday, like
1: he's, yeah, he still gets a lot of assists. Um, that's different from being an elite facilitator. He's still. Yeah, you could say he's, he's still a pretty good facilitator, but he does, I mean, I mean, Chris Paul, that's Chris Paul's a elite facility. Chris Paul is what an elite facilitator looks like. James Harden is not that, okay? J- James Harden racks up assist numbers, a good passer. He's not a guy who controls your offense like, like CP3, because CP3 is the only guy you can say, okay, he's, he's pretty good defender. Um, But, you know, the reason CP3 is a top, I don't know what you want to call him, but definitely top twenty, probably top fifteen, maybe top ten, probably not. But um, is because of his facilitating and the way that he controls the tempo of games. So you have to be that good in order to be that level of player and at that, if that's your only, if that's your main skill set. Oh. I mean, I would
0: take Desmond Bain over James Harden. Wow. Um, it's, well, it's, it's, it's hard to compare, you know, because they play different roles. They, they demand like defensive, pl- defensive defenses, excuse me, play them different ways. Um, it'll obviously when the season plays out here and we, if, if we decide to do another NBA top 64 type thing, it will be fascinating to see where we rank these guys. Cause John will have Harden in his top 10 and, as you just said, you'll have. He not
1: have him. No, he won't have. Him. No, he won't have him in his top ten. He, He's not that. He he, no, he won't. He didn't have. He doesn't have Harden in his top ten.
0: Okay, he'll have him. He'll have him pretty high. He'll have. I guarantee you, he'll have him over Chris Paul, which I think at this point in time is 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 a questionable take.
1: Well it's not. It's not even. I mean, it's not even questionable. It's just idiotic. I mean, Harden is not like Chris Paul. I mean, it, look at look at. I mean, look at what Chris Paul does and look what Harden does. Harden literally like. I, I I like I'm gonna pull up his stats here. Um, I mean, have, I mean,
0: for only five assists, game one. DeAndre Jordan, by the way, a minus twenty-two in seventeen minutes. Right. The attack roll.
1: Wait, when was he? Wait, he played seventeen minutes. DeAndre Jordan. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan sucks.
0: Yeah, James Harden is not an elite player anymore. Right, look, we'll see. We'll have we'll have I'll have some more perspective later on, but. I want to make Houston sure James Harden is dead. He's not. He doesn't. He doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Partly because of the fouls.
1: Partly just because he's just not. He's he didn't take care of his body. That's
0: um, true. All right. Catching up. Um, I want to make sure we don't. Uh, this doesn't go an hour. Um, NFL draft Bijan. Uh, you know, obviously I wasn't. I I didn't really love what the Patriots did. Cole Strange at Chattanooga at at twenty nine overall. Uh, with that was from training back from 21 then the Thornton kid from Baylor okay uh, I could talk myself into him and then you get all these undersized quarterbacks I know we needed a, a punt return guy with with Olszewski gone and what have you and and uh but we didn't really address the defensive line which I was bummed out about I don't think we addressed linebacker which I was bummed out about we drafted I think some offense line but you your guys's linebacking core is desperate for speed yeah, it's what we what we said right. after the Buffalo game still applies, I think. It's 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 pretty sad to see. But Bijan, as an outsider, I know, you know, I know you're a Bucks fan, but I, I I look up in the gym yesterday, you know, as I'm doing my my leg workout, leg day, you know, no big deal. And mm. and I see, I see on first take who had the worst draft, the Patriots or the Cowboys? The Patriots really have a bottom two draft in the NFL. You tell me.
1: Well, I mean, we don't really know yet. We haven't seen them play. Um so I think these talking heads on ESPN who just want to say random shit and try and make headlines is just it's just kind of stupid. And we don't know what we don't really know how draft plays out until you know we see how these guys are able to perform, see how they fit in the scheme, you know. so yeah. So um I mean I don't know. I don't I mean if there's a reason to there's a reason the Patriots took that dude at that cold uh the O line man at 29. Um I know McVay was like
0: oh I really expected to see him in the third round what <laughs> like the fucking weirdo that he is but um yeah Sean McVay you can go fuck yourself all right continue
1: um yeah so obviously there was a reason they did that um I, I don't know I mean I'm not gonna lie I didn't really follow the drafts this year I'm just too focused on the Celtics don't really have time to focus on that and the NFL um, too much. So, um, like, the time of the last two drafts when I really paid attention were COVID and last year the Celtics sucked. So I wasn't really
0: super – like, I wasn't, like – I wasn't, like – like, I was probably more focused on the Bucs. Right, because people don't know all these playoff games the Celtics are in because this is a really good Celtics team. It it takes a lot of energy. It's You know, it's kind of – it's kind of life and death for each game. yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So just just so that the casuals out there know, these the Celtics games are are very meaningful. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then you know the Jets. I had had a great draft. All their first round picks seemed awesome. I love the Iowa State running back. They got Brees Hall. So it's unfortunate that they that they seemingly are a lot better. Um. Although other yeah. Spell- and I also like John's like Jack Wilson sucks like I. I, I watched Zach Wilson a little bit last year. He's pretty. He's actually pretty good.
1: Um, he had some terrible games against the Patriots, but Belichick can just kill those these rookies. I mean, Belichick is, is really good at that. Um, just confusing the hell out of some players, um, especially these younger, inexperienced quarterbacks. But I saw last year against the Bucks, Zach Wilson was pretty pretty good. And the Bucks don't have like a bad defense. Um, Zach Zach Wilson, in my opinion, is is going to be a pretty good player. So I think the Jets. I think the Patriots literally are. I mean, I, I don't want to be like a hater, but I think they're they're gonna be, you know, competing to not come in I think you're them, I think them, the Dolphins and the Jets are are very similar. And I think they're all gonna be competing not to come in last in that division.
0: Oh, music to my ears right there.
1: I mean you can't you can't really say it any
0: differently though. I could. I could say we made the playoffs with a rookie quarterback, he'll be okay, better. Look at all, all the other teams. Every other team got better. Okay. Look, I'm only focused on us. Okay. I understand that the AFC is a gauntlet. There's the only that's not how
1: that works. That's a stupid, t- that's a stupid saying. I'm only focused on us. I mean, you, you either got worse. Like there's an old saying that Gruden used to say, you always you either get worse or get better. There's no staying the same because other people are getting better. So if you're getting better, then you're getting better. But if you stay the same, you get worse. Cause other people are getting
0: better. Okay. I okay. I can I can see that. But Bijan, from I'm coming from, uh, okay. I I understand that other teams in the AFC got better. I understand that. Look at what the Raiders did. They brought in Devon. If you, it matched, all right. Okay. You look at you. Look at the Bills. They got cornerback in the draft. They bring over um. Devon so you Mitchell. guys
1: you guys aren't in the same league as the Bills. You have to you have. You I understand
0: that Bijan. The I Bills. understand those, that literally. The, Yes, I understand that the Patriots are not on the same playing field entering the season as the Bills are. Okay, I understand that, but okay. Oh, is Marcus Smart out for Game Two? Yep. via Shams, four fifty-eight PM. Celtics say Marcus Smart is out for Game Two versus uh, Bucks with by contusion. Mean. So, and is I think contusion? that's 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 big news right there, Bijan.
1: They have to play fucking Derek White.
0: Uh, this is tough. Yeah. Where did you do that? Sh- Shams. On what? Shams' tweet. As Bijan's going to read that right there. As it says at 4:58 p.m., Celtics say Marcus Smart is out for Game Two versus Bucks due to thigh contusion. Um. So that's that's unfortunate. Unfortunately, You don't like to see that two hours before before tip off, but um. Derek White, please, for the love of God, don't suck tonight. Okay. Um, all right. Let's just wrap it up here. NHL playoffs, any thoughts at all? Bruins lost game one? No. Okay. And then the Red Sox season, I just want to make this point for, you know, the Anthony, the Ryans of the world. What the fuck is wrong with Trevor Story? I was told this guy's supposed to be the next great second baseman next to Xander Bogarts. Now we can't pay Xander Bogarts apparently because of Trevor's, Trevor, Trevor, Story, uh, Trevor Story's contract. Not that this, dude, this dude's story is batting 217. And get this on. he has more strikeouts 23 than he does base hits 15. Bad, very bad. I don't like that. Um, but yeah, that's our show. Um, I thought it was very, very strong considering it was just Bijan and I. Um, yeah, some might say more, more nuanced. Um, but, but we'll leave that be. Um, Go Celtics game two two hours till tip no Marcus Smart you hate to see that but but yeah um oh and by the way Bijan if actually no I'll 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 talk to you about this off air um but yeah that's our show and uh, thank you for listening the boards number one twenty five and have a good night.